it's uh, it's me, Stephen Kramer Glickman, and this is the Nighttime Show, our podcast uh, where we interview wonderful, incredible people. Uh, today we have uh, Rachel Mullins here with us. Uh, hi, Rachel. How are you? Uh, we have Matt Walker, our head writer and producer on the show. Matt, how are you, Matt? And our our special guest today, which we are so excited that we were we are in her home to interview her, and this is it's a true honor. Uh, uh, Hi, everybody. It's me in person. Yay. Hello. Oh, it's nice to be in my dining room to have applause. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we will come and applaud you anytime. Fantastic. You're welcome anytime. Uh, so, so wonderful. Your home is so beautiful. This is such a beautiful place and so much beautiful artwork and stuff, too. Yeah. It's, you have well, it's all about art and literature. You know, the only two things that go down in history. Some mm-hmm. of them have a lot of legs. They've been through several residences. Some are a lot of antique maps you see hanging on the walls that are just yeah. thousands. That one looks like Paris over there, but I thousands of years old. You'd have to ask my husband Rocky, my new husband Rocky, about that. <laughs> I, I, I love that. Yo, now you guys just got married in December. December tenth. Right? Wow! Congratulations. Wow. You're Muzzles a newlywed. Off. I know. Yeah. Shalom, shalom. <laughs> it's it's. I met the and married the love of my life after living with him for f- almost five years and. It, Dr. Robert H. Kerner, and mm-hmm. you know he's retired, and we're living up here in Tarzana. So mm-hmm. awesome! I love it. With it's three great. dogs. Yeah, you got three <laughs> dogs that are hilarious. We, can you tell us their names? We have Chester the Labrador, who is Chester get the ball. We've got Ginger the uh, half bull mastiff, half pit bull, who pulls your arm and leg off. She snapped my thumb back so far that <laughs> wow. it cracked at the quick. Yeah, she's a chunker. She's a, she's quite huge with green <laughs> eyes, and she's a blue point. And then I've got my farty Bella the bulldog, and you know, my gaziest Bella. So <laughs> right. Smush faces are gassy. It's part of their deal. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping with them is a real treat. Yeah. It's always great when a dog, like, comes to cuddle up with you and then farts on you. you yeah, know, so like, between just... Rocky, my husband, and the three dogs, it's just, <laughs> just it smells real nice. Oh, <laughs> I feel the same way because when Jelly's in bed with us, Stephen and Jelly have, you know, we have like, it's fart like fart the L.A. fart competitions. <laughs> you have a fart off in your own bed? Yeah, they don't it's even know great. they're doing it. I just have to uh, lay there and deal with it. She just has to it. deal with it. It's so sad. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Yeah, but the coup d'etat of the night is when the comforter rises to the ceiling. <laughs> <and it laughs> <out. laughs> That's the coup d'etat. That's how you pick the winner. <laughs> and you're living in Beirut. Oh, like my God. Next to a canal. Well, now, yeah. you, you've you lived uh, many different places around the world. I have. Um, I, I mean, uh, born in uh, Brooklyn, right? Correct. Where in Brooklyn were you? Brooklyn Heights. And at 18 months, I moved to Hollywood. Florida mm-hmm. oh and grew up in Hollywood, Florida until I went back to New York City to become the world's first supermodel. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, now, where in New York did you live? Which different places in New York have you lived? To be honest, Steve, it, it was so far away. Uh, excuse me. It was so long ago. So long ago. Come on. It just turned 63. Get what? out of here. Yeah. Wow. So we're talking 18 months ago. <laughs> oh, well, no. When I was 18 years old. Yeah. Uh, well... <coughs> Uh, where uh, where else have you lived besides New York? I lived in New York in Carnegie Hall, which was a real treat because I got I got I got to see like, you know, Katie Lang and Frank Sinatra and Pavarotti walk through the doors of of Carnegie Hall. So you lived at Carnegie yeah, Hall? Yeah, I lived on the Seventh uh, Avenue side, fifty sixth and Seventh side, where it was a, all a bunch of photo studios. Yeah. Living in a in a photography studio. That was a genius because all the all the all the master photographers today were junior photographers. Then where we were, we basically all got our chops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's amazing. It was amazing times. And then I moved uh, briefly to Paris for two years, 
Then I moved. Uh, I was living in Italy for another three years, and I moved to London for seven years. Uh, I, I I've just been. I really have traveled all over the world, from China to Russia to uh, Finland to, to Japan to New Caledonia, Australia, New Zealand. And now, you know, I just I knew the minute I got to Los Angeles. Why do they call it Bel Air? Because it's beautiful air. I just had a sense that this was for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally get it. What What was your favorite place besides uh, here that you've lived? Like, what, of those places? Do you have, like, a place that... Well, um, destination? That, yeah, for destination. destination. I yeah. have to say I love visiting St. Bart's in the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. St. You know, Bart's is the best. Diving into that, that emerald turquoise water and swimming underwater is nothing like plunging into the water for the first time, you know, just getting all <sighs> soaked and wet. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's the best. How did you end up on such a long stretch in London? Seven years is a long time. Because I got married to the father of my son, Nathan, who's now 30. Mm -hmm. Nathan Fields. And he was half, he's British. So we ended up living in off the King's Road, you know, back, you know, in a wonderful uh, medium-sized apartment that now is worth several millions. You know, had we hung on to that apartment. That one area turned into this posh, elegant area. I don't know what's happening in my throat. Sorry. It, it turned into this posh, elegant area that is just amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. When I lived in, uh, I, I, I lived in Cobble Hill in Brooklyn. For, oh, what nice. For like um, like three, four years. And that place was uh, just the worst It was place. grimy back then. It was then. grimy. Like it was nasty. Like you walk out your front door and you're stepping over homeless people. Oh, I love homeless yeah. people. Don't get me wrong. There was a Chinese restaurant right below where I lived, nice. and there was bulletproof glass to like order. You had to order through bulletproof <laughs> glass. Lock up the sweet much and like sour chicken. much like Janice <laughs> being right where she up. worked with Carnegie Hall. You were right by the Chinese restaurant where you spent right. all your time. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, worked out for you. I did. I did. Yes. I really did. It but was there's just... nothing like New York City Chinese. <laughs> That's true. God, it was Cheapo, a, it was good. East Coast Chinese so is greasy the best. and good. Yeah, it was I love really it. really good. We and don't have that in LA. I went back a couple like maybe like a couple years ago, and it is a completely different place like the See, neighborhood New York Chinese are very aggressive they're like where's my tip yeah <laughs> where's my tip you know they are. here they they're more polite in the state of California they just wait and look at you and if you don't get a tip you get like human saliva in the next order of Chinese <laughs> right exactly I used my that Chinese restaurant uh the owner used to know me so well that uh uh, he would come up. He came up one time and he said, uh, "Where your girlfriend? Where your girlfriend at?" I said, uh, "Well, we broke up." He goes, "Oh, you can do better. You can do better." Oh my god, she's, she's no good for you. You, know? she, you can just tell. You can tell she's a bad girl. You know, so weird. <laughs> Such a weird place to live. I loved it. It was amazing. Um, she no good. <laughs> she's no good for you. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if your Chinese takeout guy decided that she's no good, then yeah, yeah your Chinese make takeout guy is the, is the, is the match. Millionaire matchmaker. <laughs> yeah, he knows too the much. The Jewish millionaire matchmaker. <laughs> oh, my God. Jay Dating. Do you know her? Do you, do you, know, uh, do you know Patty Stranger, Patty Stranger no. at all? No, I've never, I never would stoop to that level of being put on a show to find a guy <laughs> oh, no y- way. that I couldn't find myself on my own. That would be pathetic. Janice Dickinson, where is she now? <laughs> no, I kind of feel like She's dating some loser. <laughs> she's kind of, which is kind of sad, but she's kind of part of this like the I, I maybe I'm just maybe I'm just kind of going on a limb here but I kind of feel like she's part of this new piece of the world where it's like a lot of people uh that are just 
kind of bottom of the barrel like you know how do we like complaining about everything you can't find a man haters like, oh, hating everything like it just it it feels like the like the world of entertainment Is her name is patty kind of, strange i think it's stranger stranger yeah well look at her she's a fairly attractive lady she's carved a niche you know in reality television she like has. judge judy she represents mm-hmm. you know the loser you know matchmaking yeah yeah judge judy Smart lady, though. Yeah, I'll take very Judge very Judy's dough any day of the week. She makes <laughs> more money than anybody. Yeah. She does. She's very smart. Judge Judy's she, stacked. Yeah, because she produces that show. She's got yachts and planes. Oh, Come yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah. hang she, with Judy. She produces that show and uh, sells it off on her yeah. own. To syndicated uh, syndicated ju- ju- judicial show. It's amazing. She yeah. has that other one, too. The uh, Hot Bench is her show. Hot Bench! Yep. Oh, I used to know um, Larry Backman's... It's Larry Backman was one of the judges. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. How now, speaking of judges, judge. you were a judge. On, I was a judge. Oh, yes, you on were. A, you on a were show. a judge. You were I terrific. I was the judge on America's Next Top Model. You, I, How many seasons did you do of that show? I did seven seasons. Yeah. Oh, and so. now there's, what, 39, something like that? They're yeah. on like 23 or something. I've, Tyra Banks is making banks. I watched season one through season 19, I think, of that show. Yeah. Back to back? Uh, not well. I mean, I watched the first two seasons in marathons because that's when I first discovered the show on VH1. You love uh, that show. in reruns, and I loved it. And then it's not the same. The anymore. Dogs are going crazy for Tyra Banks. Yeah, <laughs> the background. They're going, go back and work for her. Make some money. Feed us. But when they added Janice to the show, it just took it to a new level of being entertaining. Like it was so good. Thank you. Oh, you were so yeah. good on the show. They needed somebody who would be a little meaner than the other people were, and Janice was. The person to do that, yeah, and you know, with a with a show like that, you know, they had been kind of going easy on everybody. Like it felt like before you well, came that, to the show, felt like they, they were had just they were, yeah. You well, can't they, go easy on anyone. No. You yeah, can't because you it, can't. here's a show that you know basically CoverGirl picks the winner. Mm-hmm. Let me bust it wide open. Yeah, bust smell it. the dogs. Smell the aroma. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's such oh, a it's so good. Our dogs just let some gas, or it's a spirit. It's a, it's it's a, it's a supermodel ghost spirit in the house. At least sulfuric, you know, fumes. Anna Nicole, is that you? I know. I'm just kidding. No, but supermodel friendly was the key. Sitting next to Nigel, Nigel, whatever his last Nigel name. Nigel Barker. Was. Nigel Barker. Yeah. So I think the the thing of it was when I got the boot, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't as handsome as Nigel. <laughs> I, who is? No one. <laughs> Nigel's gorgeous. Nigel's Nigel's a Nigel's a, a nice hot pocket. Man. Yeah, he has a hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you... no, they, they, that show did take us to remarkable locations. We went to Cape Town, South Africa, in Johannesburg. I mean, Cape Town, and Cape Town is extraordinary to sit there for three and a half weeks and film. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it was night and day. We did it in New York City. We did. We went to Tokyo, Japan. We went to f- Australia. One New point. Zealand. Scan- there was a New Zealand. Scandinavia. One. No, mm-hmm. we went to um, we went uh, into Benelux territory. That's Belgium, Luxembourg, and Amsterdam. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, we went to we went to very very decent locations. The pay wasn't too hot for me, but you know the memories were fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. sort of. Because that was after you'd released your book, which was very uh, widely acclaimed. No Life Got in Duty. That was a cautionary tale of incest, sex, drugs, rock and roll, Studio 54, fashion, and thrival. It's a yeah. phenomenal All book. All of it. 
Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It really Thank is. You. If you haven't, if, uh, audience, if you haven't uh, read the book, you need to read it. It's incredible. It's a great Thank book. you. Although I'm not receiving residuals, it is still is a good, a good fast read. Then you can line your birdcage with it the next day. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> with my covers, my old covers, <laughs> Vogue and Bizarre, and those those were the days, guys. The cover, the covers. Yeah. Right. And now, Edward, you did seven issues in a row of L on the yeah. cover. Yeah. You've done your homework, young man. Isn't wow. that is that that's got to be some kind of record, right? For one model to be on I seven issues in a row. Pretty much yeah. was. I was a nobody, then I was a somebody. Mm-hmm. Because one, it, this is how it works in the modeling industry. All of a sudden, this was pre-social media. This was pre-cell phones. This was pre-Concord, uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the Concord uh, airplane. <laughs> wow. Uh, I took the inaugural Concord flight from New York. To, from Paris to New York, that was crazy. But these were days when you worked all night doing the editorial and you worked all day doing the fashion shows. So it really was a 24-hour uh, job back, back for about six years, you mm-hmm. know, going to each country, knocking it out, knocking it out. So I appeared on covers all over the world, from London to, to uh, Italy to uh, Austria to... Uh, New York, uh, Mexico. There, there were there were there were covers coming out of my um, portfolio. <laughs> yeah. How, how did that How did that change your life? As far as like what like what it, over what period of time did it change it? It changed in about eighteen months. I'd have to be honest. That just sure. took off, and then I was in demand, and that 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 went on for about eight years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden one day, sorry, Kendall, sorry, Gigi Hadid, it just stops. It just stops. Wow. And yeah. I petered it off in a different directions. I, I never really hung my heels up because I was always taking photographs while I was being photographed. And I was learning from masters, from Avedon yeah. to Penn to Scavulo to Helmut Newton to Harrell, you name it. I was working for the greatest photographers in the world, Patrick DeMarchelier, and then I just started picking up Albert, Sir Albert Watson, Sir Norman Parkins. I started picking up their, their, uh, their pointers and just taking my my editorial and my photography to a new level. And I, then I started be- becoming a celebrity photographer, mm-hmm. yeah. where you where I could syndicate those pictures. So that was I always just moved in circles around fashion because I wanted to become a model to remain in the picture. So now yeah. I'm taking the pictures rather than being in the pictures, which was still so much fun and, and exciting. It and is, and you learn so much being a model of how to take photos that you just kind of flip it and do the other side of it. Pretty much. It's all about the understanding of light. You're absolutely correct. So, yeah, and it's, it, it still goes on. I'll, I'll be looking sometimes at a, at a photograph right now in the newsstand, and I'm, I'm at uh, Ralph's, and I'm going, no, they could have lit that a little bit better from <laughs> the side light because you don't get the glimpse wow. of pop of color in both eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a real hard nose when it comes to fashion. Well, Kate, Kate Upton's uh, current cover of Sports Illustrator, she has a shadow on her belly, and you walk by it, and you're like, did they, nobody nobody cares about the shadow on the left side? See, nobody? you got okay. good. That's a good eye there. <laughs> good eye. <laughs> it's, but it's you've got to give Kate Upton props for being on the cover with you know with her curvy radical body. Oh, absolutely, yeah. she's serving it. 
She really she is. She really is. She She's served it in space. She served it in Antarctica. She's <laughs> serving she, it everywhere. She served it in space? Yeah, they not this year, but the past year that she did it, they did the flight where they take you to like the brink of the ozone layer. Oh, yeah, they did one of those flights where they yeah, simulate weightlessness. Well, that didn't lose it, make her lose any weight. And then, they, no, it didn't, <laughs> and then they drop it and you just float. It's like a zero gravity thing. I don't know what I'd do. I'd still be so hyper sitting there floating. And like, <laughs> 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 it makes your boobs look perkier when you're yeah. zero. I don't know about those. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So well, I love it. How did you get your start in modeling? How would we have sex in in one of those gravitational, you know, how would one have sex? You'd need some sort of a strap, I think. Yeah. To strap or it in. Or carabiner. I'm like trying that. to think of yes. the scenes from 2001 where, like, they show things docking. Like, I don't know. It takes a really long <laughs> time. Hey, yeah. like, long Come time. on, get in there. Come <laughs> on. What are you waiting for? Play some Richard Strauss, Blue Danube Waltz. And there we go. I got my start in modeling. You know, funny you should ask the question. Uh, you know, it was something I wanted to do ever since I was nine years old. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty amazing that I just kept, kept, you know, you know, forcing my mother to you know, send me to modeling school. Now, um, I need to get these pictures taken by these local uh, photographers in Hollywood, Florida. Mm-hmm. I need to, uh, I need to uh, get to New York to do uh, some go sees during the summer while I was still in junior high school. Wow, my you know? God! But every time I went to go visit any of these agents, you know, in the early days, in the very beginning, they said, "No, you're not the right." You don't have the right look. You're too ethnic looking. Your your lips are too thick. Your your eyes are too slanty. Yeah. You know, I was like, like looking at them. Yeah, like, I mean, the hmm? you have the look that's really in vogue now. I think no yeah, one had you it. You set yeah. You yeah. set that tone though. I mean, because Thank back you. because back then it was all like blondy. You know, it was all blonde. Yeah, it was ladies. like Christy Brinkley. Hey. You know, mm-hmm. apple pie girl next door, and then along comes Janice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, man, this is a lot of fun. Are you having a good time there, Matt I'm Walker? Having a great time, man. Oh man, do I love uh, recording episodes of the Nighttime Show podcast? But you know what, I love doing even more than that. What do you love more than that? Popping open a bottle of Fireball whiskey, which I happen to have with me right here. <laughs> that and is you a know bottle what? of Fireball. It is. It's a big bottle. It says Fireball whiskey, and it is yummy, yum yums. Uh cinnamon flavor i'm actually i don't know if you, i don't know if you can hear it but if i hold up the bottle you can hear the bottle talk hang you on you can't I'm hear a bottle hold, talk hold. wait shh just listen real quiet oh what's happening everybody how y'all doing tonight hey there's my Whoa. bottle of fireball hey, whiskey that bottle's talking that's that's a crazy. real bottle that can talk yeah, that's amazing what's happening matt you said you were having a good time right i am having a good time you want to have a great time yeah you want to have a great time you got to Pop the, we're going to pop this bottle up, and I'm going to put you in my mouth. Yeah. You ready for that? Oh, I've been ready my whole bottle oh, up. <laughs> I want oh. you so deep down my oh. throat. Here oh. we go. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it all. Oh. Give it to Here me, baby. I'm, I'm opening it. Oh, can you smell it? Oh. <laughs> well, you swallowed that whole bottle of Fireball. That's amazing. Well, it was a, a nice. It's a lot of Fireball, and it's down in my belly. Are you down there? Steven. This is a blast, man. Thanks for swallowing me. Hey, how's it going in my uh, in my stomach? How is it down there? Oh, it's really great. Hey, did you go to In-N-Out? <laughs> I did. Oh, man, lucky me. Yeah, you better enjoy some of that, buddy. Those are for yeah, for y'all. <laughs> this is great, man. Let's for get y'all. loose. Let's get loose. Let's have a good time. I'm going to shake my belly around. Oh, wait, oh, oh, oh. Whoa. 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 Hey, you see a TV guide in there? Yeah. 
Whoa, yeah, actually yeah, I do. One of the it's dog ears. TV guy. There's a TV and a TV in there. Turn around, you can see it yeah. on the wall. Cool. Um, it's Sanyos, I believe. <laughs> Sanyos <laughs> Fireball. What do you see on the TV? Oh my gosh, look at me. What is this? A, Get out. Is it are you, is it an old episode you, of Quantum Leap? Yeah. Whoa. Is he ever going to get back? I don't know. I don't know. But enjoy that, buddy. And thanks for being in my stomach. Fireball whiskey. It's a party in your stomach and a party in your heart. Fireball whiskey. Bye. All right. Let's get back to the show. Now, here, now here's a quick question. Um, I know I, I read somewhere that Ford... Uh, when early in your career, that Ford models had like said no, that you weren't the right type before you had broken out, and then after you broke out, you were like, "I'm not gonna ever work with not work." With yeah, Ford. I, I did, did you, say that towards Eileen Ford and, and the whole Ford agency, but I changed my mind. Did you change it and, and yeah. work with them at some? point? I changed my mind when I got to a point where I wasn't getting the contracts that I was putting together for Wilhelmina. See, it's not just about the model. It's it's the model herself as a businesswoman. I kind of started that. Mm-hmm. I said, well, if I'm not working um, every single minute in New York now, I can go to Japan where I'd be fresh and make four times the amount of money. The Japanese pay. They and they're pay, nice to you. Oh, they pay cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they pay cash. So, you know, I was I brought all this cash back and I went into Jerry Ford and I just said, I need you to raise the rates for me because I'm making this already. So, if I come to you, I want you to guarantee me that I'll be making this in every job, which he did. And it was Fantastic. pretty amazing and that's like kind of like broke uh, a day rate of about, I think it was uh, $1,000. I asked for 2500 and I was getting like from 25 it went to 2700 a day. Then it went from 27 to 5000 to 5000 to 10000 I, I kept, I, you know, mm-hmm. just, they used me as a guinea pig and then everyone else started getting it. And then, uh, you know, I said, I, you know, I want to be in, went back to elite. There's a, there's a documentary right now on Netflix with John Casablanca's The Man Who Loved Woman. No way. Which it kind of explains the model wars back then when he came into the, uh, the uh, arena of modeling agents. He came in and then I was with Ford, so I went with John Casablanca's for no commission. I was paying him. I was, I was getting back the commission from the client. I was make, I, they were paying me to work. You know, where I'd get free transportation, free this, free that. You know, I should have asked for a piece of the agency. That's what I should have done if I was sure, smart, but sure. I'm not smart. That's not true. I'm really not smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still kicking myself in the in the butt for, uh, you know. Well, I don't know. I mean, back then, John Casablanca was a thing, but then he became kind of, I don't want to say synonymous with scam, but like the school blah, 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 whatever, like wasn't. You're well informed. Well, I went to modeling school too, but I want to know what did you go to modeling school? Oh yeah, but it was well before John Casablanca. It was the John Robert Powers model oh, school. Oh my god! It was John, totally good old John Robert Powers. Yeah, well, you know they taught me how to just basically do my hair and makeup, and basically, you know, you know, feel comfortable in front of a camera, which I did anyway. Uh, that you know they taught us how to get up and walk in front of like a small group of people for fashion show, not the runways that they have in New York. It's like about the size of this room. They have a little runway that was raised and you could walk up and down on this little, this little <laughs> tired little stage. It was so, it was so exciting as, as um, being in my teens. And I look back and I kind of miss those days, but it was, it was nothing to what it turned into with yeah. like 
walking the length of like an airport, you know, like Carl oh Lagerfeld God. would have these fashion shows in, in Paris. With 90 models that change four times. <laughs> or Kenzo, when he, when, he de- when he decided to retire, he flew in every model and he, he rented this huge venue outside of Paris and he came down the stage in an elephant and I was like, I was his favorite <laughs> model so I was wearing a top hat and tap pants and, you know, short pants before they became in style, you know, with, with, mm-hmm. uh, fishnet stockings and a tailcoat oh it's pretty exciting leading an elephant yeah, right? <laughs> and kenzo sitting on top of it wow it was a good time though well my modeling school was like we get there in the morning it was kind of like you didn't a, have an elephant there no we did not, <laughs> did not i should have asked for one now that i think about it um like it's kind of like split in the day so like in the morning you'd either ha- learn how to do hair and makeup or in the evening you'd learn how to pose or runway or whatever you so, have, certainly have yourself put together thank you look you. beautiful Thanks. I brought out my Gucci belt <laughs> from years I, ago. Now the Gucci belts are a thing again. No, no. You can re- you can resurge anything. Well, Just keep it I, long that's enough. That's what I really wanted to ask you about. I'm 28 now, and I thought like oh, you know, a year 28? and a half. I'm, I'm trying to age backwards here. I've been I've been underneath retinol since I was 14. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, it looks really good. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Molly school tip. So I thought like two years ago that I was going to be about done with things. So now all of a sudden again I'm I'm getting like print jobs again. Well, take those print jobs, but it would type of print jobs. See, I would advise you to go into acting stuff. Well, I mean, I have, and that's kind of when I was around 23. I was like, "Okay, getting a little old for modeling." <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's what, she, that's she what said happens, though. 23, I'm I over the hill. We've known each other for a very long time. and That's 40 years younger than I am. Yeah. She said She said it to me. Uh, I, like, I'll never forget. She was, like, she was like, well, I'm starting to age out of modeling. I've been <laughs> taking classes. And I was like, like, taking some acting classes. And I was like, what are you talking about? But, you know, like, she's, you know, she kind of... It's like modeling has the same age range as gymnastics these days. It's true. It's like 14 it, to 22. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I don't know about if that. you look at Giselle and you look at Heidi yeah. Klum, these are two rare rare exceptions. Yeah. Heidi, how are you? Now she's she's she's, you know, marketed herself to to go into tel- she marketed herself into Project Runway. Yeah. yeah you right. know, she as as a spokesperson and a host. You know, Tyra Banks too as, you know, a couple hosting jobs, a couple acting jobs, and then she went on, she said Screw that! I'm going to produce my own show, and mm-hmm. that's what she did. And kudos to Tyra, you know. Um, it's women that are diversified enough that can. This is my advice to you: diversify yourself where you can do voice classes, take voice classes, and do voiceovers. Uh, you can um, model enough car shows in Southern California to actually, you know, just get a contract for one of them. I push it towards a contract. You can, mm-hmm. you can escalate yourself. Like anyone that's, uh, I don't agree with you. You're not over at 23. 23 is prime. You could, I think 34 or 35 would be waning. It would be mm-hmm. waning. Waning. Wow. How has the industry that's changed? That's okay. It's all right. Uh, Hold on. We no. can't. We can't hear them. Oh, on you the can't. Mic. Wait, no. How, no, wait say it again. How has the industry changed uh, in what you see today versus what it was like? in say the early 80s because now you have so many more outlets with the internet and all these other places that are going on however there's probably been a big influx of 
of women. I imagine like the number of models has increased along with the number of possible jobs. Well, God, I mean, sorry, not even to stop you before we even get into that, but like, it feels like the definition of a model it's has changed like, completely. Keep, they keep they keep trying to like. People keep kind of trying. Now it's oh, a hot girl with an Instagram I, account. I have, an, I have an Instagram account. Does that make me a model? And it just yeah. they keep pushing for that. And it's like that, you guys know that's not what it really. No. Well, hang clients. on though. I mean, but the reason why Gigi Hadid and Kendall Jenner made it today mm-hmm. is because of their social media and their Twitter and their Instagram and, yeah. and their Snapchat. Well, Gigi's godfather is also Paul Marciano, so that yeah. also helps. Is that true? Yeah. Well, she got us. She got to start there, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I guess you kind of have to move with with the times a, a little bit. But then I, I would I say, being that I've walked the walk, the difference in the the models today is they just don't. It wasn't. They don't have the electricity and the zing that we had back back then. I don't see it. I I I don't see anyone with an up and coming, just exciting. I don't think agents are exciting these days. I don't think. These models are exciting these days. I just don't feel it. Do you? Do what you? about Cara Delevingne? Because Carl Lagerfeld's mm. at Cara Delevingne had the thing that Kate Moss had back in the day. Cara Delevingne is 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 got it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I love Cara Delevingne, and I think you're right about that. She does have an electricity to her, but she's the last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't see it other places. I aside from her, really. Aside from Cara. No, I don't see it either. Yeah. That's too bad. We need a new Cara Delevingne. We <laughs> yeah, just she just wants to act now. You she look like you're she... ready to cry, Steve. No, I am. Oh, no, I feel, I'm, so, I'm so sad. I wish I wish we had. <laughs> I wish, wish, I we, wish had we had more we models. Had back then. Yeah. Man, I, I mean, you know. I think the only way to get there is I should resurrect a new TV show and look mm-hmm. for the next Cara Delevingne. I, I would watch that. That's the plan. I, there's 100%. nothing. I, I can tell you, in the... Early 2000s, there was nothing better on TV than Janice Dickinson yelling at models. My Absolutely. favorite thing on TV. 100%. <laughs> I know. My favorite the thing. Show, the show about your uh, agency when you had the, the modeling. Oh, my God. That was a good show, too. That wasn't yeah. fixed. That was such a fantastic yeah. show. That wasn't fixed. That was like the real deal. You know, the models. We took these kids. And basically, in Southern California, we have here not the market you have in New York, Paris, London, or Milan. Mm-hmm. You you have very beautiful girls that run around Southern California and in, in in tank tops, you know, and they, they work on their bodies so much that they're kind of over, they're overbuilt yeah. instead of being lithe lithe uh, mm-hmm. sinewy models that that look like they've like loped across the Serengeti. Right. These girls have like biceps, you know, like and Gigi Hadid. They're curvy. In fact, though, Gigi's like lost some of her she curve. Has. All she has. She totally, lost a ton for Victoria's Secret. Totally anorexic looking. I wonder why that is. I wonder why they would why why she would change her looks. So they get into this. They get they get into the the competitiveness of fashion. Yeah. After about the first year, and they realize because they're always like standing next to each other before a fashion show, and they're realizing, oh, she's got more skinny flab than I do. <laughs> There's more skinny flab. I have more skinny flab. I got to get rid of that skinny flab. Oh so they either go and hack it off like Bella Hadid did because she had it all liposucked out. Oh my god! Yeah, and yeah. they've got this stuff called you know Venus therapy, which can take uh, like loose skin and just pummel it. It could. That's my dog agreeing. <laughs> my dog's going roof. Yeah. 
There's nothing left even for the dog to chew on, you know, on her bones. Oh There's nothing left because they're just dwindling their bodies away through laser therapy and through liposuction that they're turning all into, like, this generation of supermodels is turning into a basket of anorexias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Do you think that there's... Not sexy. Oh, no, not at I all. I work out with Kara, and she's so tiny. It's, like, impossible. Is looking. she nice? I haven't really talked to her, but she... I mean, I was kind of amazing because the place that I go to, I see all kinds of people in there. I see... Where do Taylor you go? Body by Simone. Oh, wow. I see... Um, Taylor Swift all the time and Chrissy Teigen and like lots and lots of people. Yeah, well, those Rose, are beefy women. Rosie Huntington Whiteley, go to people. She's not beefy. Go to Body by Simone. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever called Taylor Swift beefy, beefy before. Beefy <laughs> women. That's a first. basket of anorexics. Taylor maybe. Swift. Well, I know everything about everybody. Oh, Taylor God, Swift, so you know, good. recently got a boob job. Oh, did she? And you could, I really preferred Taylor Swift without the breasts. Yeah, right? I have to disagree slightly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Matt, Matt agrees with Taylor Swift's boob job? I don't know. I, no, I'm, I, a, I'm, I'm a little like, bit of a fan. I kind of liked yeah. her without the... But anyway, you know. my point was is that all of those girls take privates, but Kara and Poppy take class with everybody else. Like, it's no big deal. So... Wow. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting to... That's, you, that's very down to earth. They're still hanging on to their sinewy curves, which is what I appreciate. I don't know about what what does a private class do to do to a body that like being in like <laughs> no I mean let's say something like two thousand dollars cheaper than a private class <laughs> uh, right I mean I don't I mean um, to my knowledge it's the same thing it's just you get to be in a room by yourself and not with you know twenty other people to me that's not the these the same grind I like the competitiveness uh, and <laughs> I like the feeling of community in a room I like I like I like people. Did you did you feel like uh, who was your competition? Did you feel like there was competition against you? Not not really. I had no right? competition. Had no competition. Back no, then. I did not. Uh, did, what were your relationships like? You with- know the, the the I never viewed anybody that could do something better than I could do because sure. no one could. Yeah. But until Naomi Campbell came along, and then Naomi Campbell got on that runway, and when she walked down the runway, you know that she you feel her presence. Yeah. The mighty Naomi. No one no one can walk a runway the way Naomi Campbell can walk a runway with that body of hers. Forget you know, it. You know, uh, and her hair. Fabio, uh, the male supermodel. Oh. Uh, very very good friend of mine. And said, I think he's cool. Very strange, fun <laughs> creature. But he said to me uh, many years ago, Fabio. he was like, he was like, Steven, you have no competition because there's only one you. There's no. I am the only Fabio. Like I don't walk out the door saying, Oh no, not Steven is so me? funny. You you get these accents <laughs> that are hilarious. Or Lorenzo Lamas. Like it's only me. There's only Fabio. But the, that kind of stuff, like it really said. That's hilarious. It, it really settled with me because I was like, Well, you know what? If I walk around thinking like, Oh, I'm I'm constantly in competition with other, uh, you know, fat bearded guys. You know, I'm no, never, Steve. No one knows who you are. You're Steve Glibman. Come on. I know. Well, you have to, but you have to like put yourself into that. Well, place. you need to adapt the Fabio technique. Come on, Steve. Steve you are always no Steve Glickman competition. <laughs> yeah, they, they all aspire to be you. Did you ever work with him? Have you ever worked with him? I did work with Fabio at a fashion show. I think for Pam Anderson, when she had like. Um, she she had a couple seasons of selling some really cool looking clothes. We went to Vegas and like she goes, she just booked everyone in this fashion show. Dennis Rodman, mm-hmm. and, oh she brought me. them all out. Yeah. She had the I whole think, cast of think... Celebrity Apprentice. Amorosa. What is up with Amorosa now being like in in Isn't Trump's like, now you had, party? You had so a big gross. fight with Amorosa on TV. Yeah, I got you know I did. Which one of my favorite things I Surreal read on the internet. Life. 
was no that words. a fight between Janice Dickinson and Amorosa was broken up by Bronson Pinchot. I don't wow. know Which is, is my favorite okay. sentence I've ever read on the internet, by the way. <laughs> Hilarious. It's amazing. I love that. Well, I hasn't Amorosa fought with everybody, though? Like She couldn't yeah. fight with me. You know, she kept looking at me. And, you know, we were roommates, and she's looking at me, and she's telling me, I'm so rich. I'm so rich. Miss Donald Trump made me a millionaire. And I said, why don't you spend some of that clothing money, uh, some of your money on your mama's teeth? You know, <laughs> oh my and, God. You know and that's what started the war. Wow. Yeah, and her mom had basically like, you know, now they're fixed. But back in the days before she at had your money, suggestion, you did her you know, mom a favor. Look at her, that. She got her mama a set of chomps. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. That's pretty funny. That is so funny. That started funny. a feudal war. It kind of remains to this day because I went into some, there was somebody filming downtown in the fashion district here in Los Angeles, and um, it was Omarosa. When I found out it was Omarosa, I kind of like wanted to leave before I, there was round two of this, and it was. It turned out it was like for her TV show. I was like, what am I doing here at Omarosa's TV show? This is not, this is not what I signed up for, and no one told me it was for Omarosa's TV show, so it was kind of oh, crazy. Man. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know what is going on with her. I know she's uh, she's like trying in the to, White House. She's in the White House. Is yeah. she in the White House? Yeah. Well, this yeah. is one of she sits oh, on the cabinet God. of Donald Trump. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Most terrifying time in the world. But Donald she, and Omarosa. She had to fight with um with Claudia Jordan as well. Maybe she's got a maybe she's got a little a twinge for. for but on that sh- on the Apprentice because she was on season one of that yeah. show. And she was known for just fighting with everyone. Yeah. Like she well, was the one everybody hated. She was the villain. When, the minute someone starts to fight on reality television, that's when the viewers just re- keep the television yeah. sets on. When you tune yeah, in. absolutely. I really think that you should do another show where you uh, where you try to find new models. I mean, I we have to. God, it, those Run shows. the only one to do here. it. Yeah, we should do it. We should do it. We'll All right, you produce it. it the Steve Glickman Modeling Agency. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> well, you can bring the bank, and I can bring the I can bring the looks and talent. Boom, nail it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about this thread. I'm getting something. There's something in the air out here in Tarzana. Oh, yeah. Tarzana. Oh, it's spring is coming, and you know everything's blossoming out here. Spring brings allergens. So, mm. how did you and and your uh, your husband meet? How did how did? Oh, that we just out? recently got married. Rocky, the love of my life, Gurner. I'm Mrs. Janice Dickinson Gurner now. I met Rocky's son at the Abbey four years ago when my daughter was going into. Uh, she was starting her first year at University of Michigan, and I was just standing around this gay bar, the Abbey in um, West Hollywood, and. I, I ran into Rob, Rocky's son, and I started like complaining that my daughter was going into college. I have no one to take care of. I just have dogs. Oh my God, my life. You know, I don't I wouldn't stoop to calling Patty what's her name? Stranger. Yeah. Stranger oh to be set up on a date with because I find that not in my that doesn't work for me. I like to be in love the right way rather than some T V you know conglomerate setting me up so the world knows you know if it works it works it doesn't it doesn't and uh rob said after like listening to 15 minutes of me whining about wanting to meet my soulmate he said do you want to go on a blind date with my father and i was like "Ooh, tell me about daddy (laughs) and he explained that yeah i said what does he do he's a doctor i went i thought oh the supermodel and the doctor uh, I thought maybe he's not going to like me because I'm not smart enough, you know. But then I thought, 
what do you mean? I, I'm talking to myself. I got a PhD in Vogue. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you bet. You know, um, so we did go on this blind date, and we did share a common interest in things outside of both both uh, professions. His was being um, neurology and uh, being a psychopharmacologist and, t- and a teacher of psychiatry, and me just being a worldly traveler and having taught myself three languages and just understanding what's out there um, politically on the beat. And we like we both like sailing. We both like to fish. You know, we had a lot of things in common. He yeah. loved pets, and I said, I've got two kids, and I've got three dogs. So there you go. Wow. Where do you guys go fishing at? We go to the beach. He goes on fly fishing trips. We go, we go to lakes. We pull in fish, but we catch and release. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like my former dating life. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of your former dating life, there are numerous famous people who you've dated. I uh, did. S- Stallone, of course, is one of the the most well known. I think uh, yeah. Jack Nicholson, Warren Beatty. Yeah, I dated a lot of when I was single. I dated mm-hmm. a lot of, um, you know, Academy Award winning men. People who screw up Academy Awards when they're <laughs> announcing them. No, <laughs> no, people. Uh, oh yeah, oh, Warren well, Beatty screwed it up. Yeah, yeah. 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 well, he looks. He still looks. It wasn't good. his fault. That would. I feel bad. They gave him the wrong card. But did you? Like, I like how he shuffled around it. Yeah, he yeah. looked at it. and He knew he right made away. Faye Dunaway, read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the monkey. He's like, this isn't right. I'm not doing this. He, he, he threw thing. the monkey at poor Faye. Yeah. Oh God. He was like, yeah. And the winner for best picture is Emma Stone. Here, you read that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That doesn't seem. You know, I love anarchy, and, and when things ba- bad things happen yeah, to TV shows, I kind of secretly get off and on it. That just, <laughs> you know, it was I wasn't up there being Emma Stone, and I wasn't yeah. getting you know. Oh, that's and that so just funny. happened to Stephen at the animation awards. Yeah, I, I was a presenter I, there. I presented at the Annie Awards, and they oh my gosh three wrong envelopes oh my gosh in a row in front of in front of uh he didn't like, read them though like in front of like 1700 people wow and i opened the first one and realized it was wrong and so I, wow i called it out i was like this is wrong you have to give me another one and then <laughs> but they gave see me at least one. you did that you were yeah. professional enough to just go go with that oh, oh you're the yeah. voice I d- and i wouldn't read it because i knew that they were the answers to the other you, pro- you foresaw what would happen to you if you were miss america and you were being yeah. like <laughs> what's his name oh, harvey. Harvey. harvey yeah oh yeah He's like naming off Miss Peru. No, Miss Hawaii. Ma. He yeah. didn't get anything right. Oh yeah, and it, last like, year everyone was there. Like DreamWorks and the president of Warner Brothers. Everyone was in the room. Wow, seventeen hundred people. Good on you. Yeah, but I you know, I think all the ladies it. can relate to this. I kind of secretly like that there was like a rain forecast. I wanted everyone's hair to fall. <laughs> 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 what a bitch I am. That, and it makes the red carpet all soggy. Yeah, smushing down the. Carpet. I. This is a good thing. Uh, <laughs> when it's best. raining out like a, a red tie event I, that just kind of makes me feel secretly happy that i was up at a party at my friend rick and yvette's barlow's at the top of the hill i was wearing sweats and i was like i ate my i ate myself into a, a conundrum <laughs> like i just ate and ate and ate did you ever do that you just eat for one day you eat and eat and eat and it's like my stomach was my liver was pushing into my stomach and i couldn't breathe i was like oh my god this is so fun i need some peptol <laughs> Yeah, make it up for thirty years of bulimia. Yeah. That, you, yeah. you gotta do something. You gotta do something. Now, uh, in oh, your book, wait, 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 hang okay. on. Before we get to that, have have uh, have you and your uh, your husband? No, you guys have been together uh, fr- almost five been, years. Almost five years. Have you ever run into an ex? Have you guys run into or had any sort of situations? Well, I don't know what his exes look like. <laughs> thank <laughs> God, because I'd probably claw their eyes out. Because I'm, I have the green eyed monster. 
and I know he has a little. I mean, we are like he's seventy. I'm sixty three. We're like teenagers. We. I have the green eyed monster. He's got the green eyed monster. You know, wow. even if I've, I'm, I'm talking, like I don't want to say that. Um, <laughs> like there was this guy with his IQ wasn't that. Well, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> he was just a real da da. He spoke like. Uh, he was just. Was anyway. it Ray? Was it Ray Romano? <laughs> no, he was just slow. Anyway, Rocky got pissed at me for t- you know flirting with this guy. You know, uh, anyway, I don't know where I'm going with this. So, um, we both had the green eyed monster, but did we did, have I ever run into like, yeah, I ran into uh Stallone at a gas station. It was kind of uh interesting. <laughs> what he, he was pumping his gas, yeah, I knew you were gonna and say I was that. pumping mine. I was like, yo, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rocky, how are the kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're looking good, JD. You know, I mean, it's like he had a you know. And he was pumping supreme, and I was pumping regular. Right, <laughs> yeah, sure. you gotta watch. Sure. You gotta see the uh, the gasoline status of between our incomes. Oh my god! So his gas is juiced. We're saying. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, oh, was it that one on Sunset? I there's this gas station like right on the Sunset Strip, like across from. I guess it's One Oak now that I always see people at. Oh yeah, you know I've one of my favorite things about LA is like no matter where you go or how it kind of rolls down, you always kind of run into amazing, interesting people. Kind of, you know, all over this. I saw Angeline, zone. that lady who used to drive that oh, yeah. Corvette. Oh yeah, that was a trip. I mean, she's like she's like as as big as a pogo stick. She gets out and she's got like five feet of like feathers wig. and yeah, she's right? pumping her gasoline regular. Oh, that's a new TV show. Janice Dickens and spies on <laughs> what great gasoline people are pumping into their automobiles. I love it. You can have them on the, on the Speed Channel. That's, that's, that's still a channel. Yeah, I, I ran into Angeline at Denny's on oh, Sunset. Oh, God. I mean, everyone so, at one point in Southern put her California. She car up for sale. No, she you know One of them. She's one she's got another one. I read. Well, she she, must she has a 90. second oh, pink Corvette. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You know that she, she when she takes pictures good. with people, she will not Covers show her face. Did you know that? Wow. Yeah, and she makes you pay for the photo. I, on no, the street, I don't blame her. Which is fine. Yeah. But like she'll say it's like forty bucks. You she goes, forty bucks for the picture. You go, absolutely. And I then should start you... doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I give it away for free. I'm like a hooker. You she start like, doing that after fan, we take a photo together. Fan in front of her face. Like so that it's just longevity. Like, just mm-hmm. Oh my god, genius. I used to do that at car shows, charge people to take pictures of There you go. <laughs> Yeah, good good move. Girl. I'm from Detroit, so there was a lot. Smart. So. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. And then I would go in, and then I would go back to school on Monday or whatever, and I get in trouble for like fixing my lipstick in class and like math. Where'd class you go or to? A, like a private Catholic school? No, with nuns? no, but I would still get in trouble because I got in trouble for arbitrary stuff all the time, and they'd be like, "Oh." you can't do that in class and make listen okay math teacher <laughs> this is how many dollars i made this weekend taking pictures with people so can you like fraction that out and i can take two Whoa, seconds to and fix my failed you yeah <laughs> <laughs> be careful you've got to have the right lingo with teachers you gotta bring them apples not not challenge them to a duel i brought oh. pregnant one donuts and i always got a's in that See, class there you go absolutely yeah the industry we could talk about industry sex modeling astrology when do you want to pick a subject well i mean for the next Something you wrote about hour. in oh your God, book so uh, was your interactions with Bill Cosby in your book, and they threatened to sue you for things that you were going to write. I read that you had to change that. And now, do you feel some vindication now that all these allegations have come out and the people now realize that everything you had said for years is almost certainly true? I'm going to go real slow with this because I like you guys so much mm-hmm. and I don't want to say no comment. 
What I will say was I was raped in 1982 in Nevada, in Lake Tahoe, and I, it took me long enough to, to uncover that when I wrote the No Lifeguard on Duty. And I, when I wrote it, and uh, my publisher was saying, include sesa- sensationalist things. And I said, well, this actually happened. I was raped. They said, no, we, we're, we're not going to put that in the book wow. because it'll p- never fly with Cosby's attorneys. So, But I did tell after I was raped. I mm-hmm. did tell people. And I do have, and I did tell Howard Stern, and I did tell my makeup artist and a hairdresser and and uh, a, a photographer and his wife at at a lunch after it happened. Then I stuffed it, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until like I think in the latter part of November, three years ago, that the article came out in New York Times about these six or seven women that had been raped in a similar style. Mm-hmm. He did give me a pill. I did wake up the next morning. I do remember taking pictures of him before I passed out. So I have Polaroids because I took pictures of everything. I told you I always yeah. had my camera with me. Oh, yeah. Thank God I was like taking pictures, like passing out on whatever <laughs> the blue pill was. It, wow. it rendered me helpless. And um, when my husband, my then fiance, Rocky, showed me this article, I knew that that's, I had to come and support these other women. Yeah. for this issue on rape and maybe I could stop him and maybe it won't happen to someone else. But when I when I came forward and I told my side of the story to Lisa Bloom and she she did have me in her office two two to three weeks telling her seeing if I was telling the truth, telling the same story over and over. You know, it takes a criminal attorney to find out if I'm telling the truth or not. Well I am telling the truth. I'm not doing this you know, I've lost a lot of work because of this. You know, people, you know, it's a controversy subject. It's a tough such subject. The rape count for Bill Cosby is now well over 65 women. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my and God. And back then it was only like eight. And so I've... Such a such a brave thing for you to do. Thank you. Too. I've really... Uh, I could say more. We can, we can have an entire subject on this if you want to blog with Lisa Bloom. That's about all I can talk about at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think it's a very brave thing for you to come out and and talk about it because you doing that let a lot of other people feel like they they had the right that they, they had a could voice say something. Yeah, they really did, and that's well, I was such, I was known. Let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah, because before you, the yeah. only ones no that had come out that I was known, were not a Who name. wants to be known for getting raped by Bill Cosby? Yeah. I didn't want to come into it from that aspect. I, I didn't want. I didn't want the fame. Yeah, but you're yeah. already known, you know, like, yeah, you, you're already like you don't. You're well, not- that and it busted up the argument for the other ladies of, oh, they just want attention. Oh, they just want this. Oh, they just want that. And it's like, like well, Janice Dickinson already has of all of those things. What yeah. did so- happen is I'm suing Marty Singer, the attorney, for calling me a liar. Wow. Mm-hmm. OK, that's 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 where I'm going with this, because uh, he came out and called me a, a up and up liar to like in print to my you know and I yeah. don't lie I mean no. read my book I've talked about I've talked about my own issues with alcohol and drugs mm-hmm. plastic surgery you know things that you know I I just tell it like it is and when I did tell it like it is I was I was slandered as a liar so that's unbelievable you know moving yeah. on um yeah, of course I had I went through a rape case and discovered that I had breast cancer all in the same amount of like six months. Oh my God. So I've had a real rough and tumble, <laughs> you know, stage one ductile breast cancer in my right breast. So mm-hmm. I went through all the radiation. And I have to tell you, getting get going through a, a rape case, moving houses, uh, 
surviving breast cancer, getting married. It's just been like the last like year, you know, two years of my life. It's just been like, bam, bam. What else is next? I, I welcome anything that comes on next because I feel that I have been through the ashes and walk through the fire. Yeah, you're you know, such a strong, yeah. badass woman. Like I would, ne- you would never, n- you would never know by talking to you that that you've gone through as much as you've gone through. Well, come on, Steve, year. you're young, and my advice to anybody out there is just know who you are. Look down at your feet. I know I'm sitting in my living room right now. No one's going to take away my right as an American. You know that allows me freedom of speech when. I, I have that. No one's gonna. I know who I am. Absolutely. At the end of the day, I, I have the freedom of speech, and I really wanted to come forth to open up the doors of the rape case uh, and breast cancer to make this a topic where women cannot be afraid and not be character victimized, and not and not remain in a state of fear that uh, that that if it happened to Janice, I can go through it. I can Absolutely. beat this too. You know. And um, I have I had a lot of support with my husband. My husband kept telling me this rape does not define who you are as a woman. This breast cancer, your the cancer does not define who you are as a person, as you with your life. So yeah. I, now I'm just telling everybody out there that I know, get your breasts mammogrammed once a year. Get a Pap smear once a year because I'm tur- it's turning out that more and more people that I meet wait too long to take care of their bodies and uh they they wait a wee bit too long for Mm -hmm. the breast and it can turn into something that requires chemotherapy and then it's stage three or stage four and it's getting too late to to address these issues yeah it's hard it'll creep up on you and my mom had uh lymph node cancer (gasps) ouch and uh uh, okay third degree yeah and but she beat it she beat it and she's doing great she's been uh, that she beat that happened it when you were a teenager. She's yeah, been cancer free for a long time since I since I was eighteen. How long have you two known one another? We've we've been well, we've been together for five years, but we knew each other for four years before that. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. that's a good stretch. Are yeah. We getting married uh, well, at some at point. some point. Yeah. <laughs> do you, you want a ring? No. You know? No, I could care less about getting married. It's well, not. See, that's a good egg. Yeah, that's she's the a one you want to marry. I know. I know. Those are the she's, girls you want to chase. I'm like, she's oh, a great gosh, partner. We have to that's do all the that? smart one. <laughs> Can we just put that off, please? Yeah. <laughs> so smart. Just put a pin in that. Yeah, that'd be good. That is so smart. You know, we, most girls are gold diggers. I know. And they just want the ring, they want the wedding, they want this, like. A lot of people. Well, like if it wasn't like the fluff, like without weddings and stuff like that, like we could get married at the courthouse tomorrow. That'd be fine. But doing all of the things. What are you waiting for? (laughs) Janice is pointing right at Steve. I want the fluff. I want the fluff. He wants the big wedding. Say yes to the dress, Steve. (laughs) He does want to say yes to the dress. He wants to go to Kleinfeld's. He wants to do the whole thing. I want to do the whole thing. I want the big cake. You know. Have your parents met each other? You guys? No, I don't have parents. So I'm sorry. Oh, it's that's fine. good. Yeah, yeah but she's met my mom. My yeah. mom. My mom's. Uh, my mom loves her. My mom thinks she's. Yeah. Awesome. Steven needs to recruit like twelve guys that can lift him yeah. up in a chair over his head. Yeah, <laughs> I have to buy. I have to pay. Get some buff a dudes. bunch of weightlifters to lift. I, I can't do it. Did you see that movie? <laughs> he doesn't move things. It's like part of his deal. Which movie? Which movie? There was a movie out. Uh, I think it was. It was Yes Man or I Love You Man. Yeah, with Paul Rudd and Jason. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't so have good. the best man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I went to go see over the weekend John Wick. 
Oh, what'd mm-hmm. you think How of was that? It? I really liked it. I love people that get beat up and murdered and killed. I just <laughs> <laughs> I it's your favorite genre. Order. I love criminal minds. I love this stuff. Is that what you watch on TV? Like when yes. you when you watch TV? Oh yeah. I I my I'm now addicted to Netflix and I love mm-hmm. like Hell on Fire. Have you seen, seen that? that? I haven't seen that. Have you seen The Crown? Have you seen Narcos? I've seen The Crown. Have you seen any well, of these? Yeah, I watched the whole Crown. Right now to the O.J. Simpson that, uh, t- TV show that they did. Yep. Oh yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm addicted. To, I, I I'm not addicted to that. You have you watched have you, with Cuba Gooding Jr. and and I uh, saw it Sarah when it Paulson. came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I just watched it because I'm because uh, I missed it on TV. He's been watching The Bachelor, so he had to. Watch oh the yeah. Bachelor. <laughs> oh God, that what is, is wrong the worst you? show you on television that I, I can't cannot... believe you watched The Bachelor. I got hooked on it one night, and I watched one night. Well, here's what happened. I got hooked on it one night. <laughs> I watched the Bachelor. Read at least. No, no, no. The the Bachelor, the first episode of The Bachelor where all the girls come in and they're like, hi, I'm Cynthia. I I love horses. And also, I'm a dolphin trainer. And you're like, what? And then the next girl comes in and she's like, hi, I'm Elizabeth. I teach uh, children that are handicapped. And also, I'm a hot air balloon uh, pilot. You're like, what the fuck is going on with this show? Like, it's just the weirdest grouping of women. That's they hilarious. all go out with this guy, and then and then th- this season's like, I've never watched a season before, but it seems like the show's okay. Okay, let's just down. get down to the dirt, the dirt, the nitty gritty. Prior yes. to your lovely relationship with this with this beautiful girl, yes. what was the craziest date you ever was on? Oh, oh. dear God. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a story there. I've ever been Steve on? Steve Blickmanauer. Oh, I'll tell you the craziest date I've ever been on, and then you have to tell me the yeah, craziest date. Yeah, that's why date. I'm asking you first. Oh, <laughs> craziest date I've ever been on. Uh, I, went, I, I, I met this girl. Oh, this is such a perfect How? story. Okay, I was at I was at a Halloween party for celebrities. It was like a celebrity Halloween party, and all these TV people were there and stuff. And people, I was on a show on a Nickelodeon show, so I had all my cast members from my show and Glee and all these other people. We're all hanging out, and this girl sees me and she comes over and she's like, "Um, I think I know you." I have to do the voice. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. She goes, "I think I know you. Um, I'm Kate Moss's sister." Did, weren't you at Kate's house for like a party or something? And I was like, uh, yeah, totally. You know, which I was never at her lie, house. <laughs> lie. But I was like, I was like, yeah, totally. You know, and and she's like, she's like, oh my god, you haven't changed a bit. Like, it's so great to see you. Da 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 da. Oh, yeah, let me let me get your phone and puts her number in my phone and then texts herself from her from my phone. That's crazy. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, we we hang out all night, and she looks. Was old. she hot? She looks a lot like Kate. She looked a lot like her, but younger, but a lot younger. So we're 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 uh, hanging out. We have a nice time. We have some drinks. Everyone's having a good time. Um, I have to go away for a week, so for the whole week, her and I are texting each other the whole time, and she's telling me all these horrible stories about how her father, you know, you know, looks down on her and and wants her to be as successful as her sister, but she's never gonna get to that no, level. And I don't and think is, anyone yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's like, she's like, I'm always gonna be in her shadow, and blah 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 blah. And it's like, you know, goes on and on and on. She's doing this for a whole. Doctor Steve right. Gluck. Oh yeah, it's really <laughs> happening. After one full week of this, uh, we finally decide we're going to go out. I'm going to take her out. And so I pick her up in the valley, and I she's uh, has a house out here. and the, wait, Not out here, but out in Did the valley. Did you see the signs coming? No, no, not yet. I wasn't very good at Are the signs. Are men that blind? Yes. 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 Very blind. 
And we started driving to go over Laurel Canyon because we're going to go to... And she whipped out her cock. No, <laughs> so close. No, that was another so one. So close. We're going up and over the hill to go to Katana for dinner, okay? So I'm trying to be classy. We're coming up the hill, and uh, she goes, there's something I want to tell you, but I, I feel if I tell you, you're going to get mad at me. Oh, here we go. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, what's, what, what, what happened? What's the matter? And she's like, Look, just don't get upset, all right? And I was like, all right, whatever. And she goes, well... Um, you remember how I told you all about my sister and everything? And I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> she goes, well, she's not like my like actual sister. And I was like, oh, is she like a family friend or something? And she's like, oh no no no, I've never met Kate ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know like her. <laughs> and I was like, um, oh oh okay. Well, why did you t- say that? And she was at like, that point, your your radar should have gone up. Oh, it's already starting to go off. But I'm. I'm still, You're in the car with her already. Still wanted, yeah. we're on he the still way was, to dinner. Was, she's still, still hot. She's still hot. She's I'm still, still trying. Hot. You're like, oh, that's still okay. Still Laurel Canyon traffic. Oh, yeah. You bet. And so I go, I go, I go, well, you know what? Look, uh, you know, you don't have to pretend to be somebody else. You can, you can just, you know, you, you don't have to pretend, you know, you can just be, just be yourself, you know? All right, Lisa? Like, just be yourself. Like, you don't have to be weird, whatever. You're still getting and your, she goes, your digs in. She, yeah, right, Lisa? Oh, yeah. And she goes, she goes, um, well, there's something else I want to tell you, but like, Uh-oh. please. And I go, oh my God, do you have a boyfriend or something? She goes, no, I don't have a boyfriend. Come on, I would never do that to you. And I'm like, all right, well then, what? It, like, what is it? And she goes, she goes, um, I'm not like actually, like really British. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she goes. Uh, I'm actually from New York. I moved here about a few months. And I go, I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I may, I'm like, pull a full U-turn. And she's like, why are you driving the other way? I'm like, I'm taking you home. I don't know. Psycho I go, bitch. I go, Lisa, you totally screwed this up. She's like, my name's actually Elizabeth. Oh, but no, go. And I go, okay, oh okay. Oh, my God. I pull up to her house. I pull up. And uh, How many personalities goes, are coming out next? Oh, oh, yeah. And she goes, she goes, uh, I'm really sorry. Please don't be mad, okay? I'm like, you know what? Just it's you got to go. All right, just get out of the car. She's getting out of the car. Her front door opens. A guy comes out in a like a undershirt, like wife beater undershirt, and he goes, he goes, hey, what are you doing with my girlfriend in your car? <laughs> oh and then my he god! Threw a wrench at my car. Oh my and I, god! And and from that moment this on, is... I was like, I was like, that's it. I'm I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> like I was like, I didn't date anyone for a year after that. I was like, that would that's... that would that would put the kibosh on the dating for a minute. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was I was done. I was done. I joined J Date like a few days later, and then I tried dating. I went out on with the guy that horrible. owned J Dating. What? Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Was he a nightmare? Oh. Well, I don't know if you're into looks. Oh. <laughs> but I when I this guy is like serious for like in the middle of Israel, you know, and just like I think there was a fire and they put it out on his face oh my god. with an ice pick. Because he had like these holes all over his face, oh, you know, and then he was like like 5,000 pounds, oh, no. you know, and I was like, this was a blind date, and I was like, oh, You'd have to be honey, blind to go um, I wrote it, my third book was called Check, Please, <laughs> uh, on dating, how to have the maximum amount of fun on a date with the least amount of pain, and I just went, oh, no. I just walked <laughs> through the kitchen and out the back door of the restaurant. 
I just left them sitting there. Oh, my God. Really? (laughs) Yeah, that's got to be like my match story to yours. Yeah, that's bad. bad. You know. What uh, restaurant was it? It was like um, at the Roosevelt Hotel down in in Hollywood. (laughs) And it smelled like he had dumped like a bottle of Paco Rabanne cologne on him. And he was, you know, like just, I don't know what fragrance he had on, but it was like so overbearing. It was like. um, Was it high karate? You know, men, word to the wise, you don't need fragrance. You know, you don't need to slap on anything because I don't like a guy that wears cologne. I just don't like it. Yeah. I don't women can have a nice bit of Chanel or something, but not, you know, slapping the whole bottle on because you haven't bathed in like, you know, six weeks. <laughs> Well, before yeah. we uh, before we wrap this thing up, we have to talk about one very specific thing. Okay. And exactly it, it is exactly that. Chanel brands. Let's talk about brands and your favorite. Let's do. What are your favorites? What are your favorite p- pieces and things that you you've collected? Okay. I don't know, but collecting because I give you the shirt off my back. Uh I'd have to say in brands, Azadine Alaya, Azadine Alaya for okay. clothing designer. As a Dina Lyon makes a good jacket. Tom Ford, you know, makes amazing makeup. And Tom Ford makes these amazing sinewy dresses. I I love Tom Ford. I love um, Saint Laurent with with the cool rock and roll look. I I love like short bomber jackets, you know. I'm kind of a tomboy. But when I get dressed up, I've got some staples in my closet from, from Ralph Lauren and Vera Wang. You know, I I just I, I like classic pieces. Yeah. What about mm-hmm. you, Steve? Well, I'm. Uh, I mean, I've got some. <laughs> you wear weird a lot stuff. of Pink Dolphin. I, yeah, Pink Dolphin is a company on Fairfax. And okay. I they they send me all their those stuff. Those Kangol hats and Kangol and, and Kangol. You like those only Kangol white hats. guy ever sponsored by Kangol. Kangol. Uh, How many hats do you have? Uh, I have about eighty. Oh. At home. I need one hat. You could give me for doing this p- podcast. Yeah, I got you covered. <laughs> I want one Kangol hat. I don't even have Anything a Kangol you hat. Need. They I'm just sent hip. me out. They just sent me out another like four they cases. Do they do shoes? They don't. They just no, they just do hats. What is so great about a Kangol hat? They, well, you know, that's uh, a good question. It's just a brand. Yeah, it's a. I just like their. I like their stuff. They're they, really nice. They, I wasn't a hat person, and then we went to the showroom in New York, and they started putting things on me, and now I've become a hat person. They got. Where are they got, made in China? I. I think they're take off that hat. Hold on. Take your hat off. Take off that. Let me look at the look at the label. I like your receding hairline better than the hat. Really? I do. I like it. No, I like. I like it. Rocky's got that. I like really? that. Yeah. I've never been a hat guy. Yeah, made in China. I yep. told you. Born yeah, British. Now you've got no man. Why can't you make American made? We're yeah. Amer- pick an American label. Some four-year-old child in China made that hat, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love I love China <laughs> and I love their food. Okay. So uh, I think it's okay. Um, we, we've established your your penchant for Chinese food. I yeah. do. I have a. You know, it's my favorite thing in my closet. Oh, we we should say that. Maybe that's the f- uh, fun way of saying it. So I have a fun. I have a a blow uh, up doll from Kangol. Yes, I have a blow up <laughs> doll from Kangol. No, I have a I have a leather jacket that has seventy eight lights built into it. No way. And so I press a little button on the jacket, and it all. 
it all scrolls lights all over it. It was made by the people is that did. Is it like a Hanukkah bush? What is it? It, it was made by the guys who did uh, the Black Eyed Peas. All the, no way. Yeah. Yeah. I wore it for the Kids' Choice Awards one year. And it was, I still I still wear That's it sometimes. That's pretty amazing. I don't, I don't think I have anything that tops that. Do you have, what was your favorite thing that was given to you from modeling, like from designers? Well, I, I love the late, beloved Johnny Versace. He just didn't give me one thing. He gave me eight suitcases filled with stuff. Wow. So That's amazing. We just, we, I can't God. even recall the piece. It's just, I, I miss you, Johnny Versace. You know how to make a supermodel happy. <laughs> <laughs> take notes. I'll take a Kangol hat at this point. Yeah, right? That's amazing. Yeah. Rachel, what's one of your favorite things that you have? Rach. Rach. Mm. That, Eve saw, that, that Vuitton handbag you've got this on the table. This is 30 years old. It's I like it. I well. can tell a good Vuitton handbag. Yeah, I like it. I just got it a while ago. Um, I do like this. Oh, my favorite, favorite thing that I have is Steve Glickman. Ah, <laughs> I don't keep him in the closet, though. He gets to stay out in the rest of the house. So you're saying um, he's not in the closet. <laughs> For the record, Stephen Glickman is not me. in the closet. He's Rachel just said. Closet, no. I am not, not in the closet. You're not allowed in my closet, actually. My closet yeah. is like my second. <laughs> I, like, I like that commercial out where the girl's buying shoes and her husband comes in and says, like, these shoes you get for thirty nine ninety nine. She goes, I've got boots, I've got sandals. And he pops his head in the... In the, in the closet, and she's got like six more brand new shopping bags. He goes, oh, no. She goes, I'm sorry, honey. He goes out, and he leaves the closet. She goes, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at all sorry. She gets it for $39.99, and she returns them, or I don't know what she does yeah. with them. It's a great commercial. I love it. That's, That's funny. so funny. Well, I, well, now that, so speaking of shoes, that I guess that I have um, a pair of Louboutins that I got signed by Louboutin. Oh, my gosh. We went yeah. to the, we went to we the handbag. To those on eBay. We went to the handbag launch at Saks. We and went together. We went together. And I got her the shoes. He did. And now I that's a good Jew. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that's a good there keeper. We go. And I like that. pictures of her yeah. with him. I like that. Like no way. It was he amazing. He drew on it. Oh he did. God. You can't wear those. You have to save them. Because in the long run, I had T-shirts that Andy Warhol drew on. And I don't wow. know who I le- where I left them, who I gave them to. Oh, my God. you got to keep that stuff apart just Put it aside. Put it in one of those airtight bags on your mantelpiece and forget you have it. Would you? Uh, what, what was he like? What was Andy Warhol, Warhol like? Yeah, amazing. He was just cool. He, he, if you ever, if you had any kind of creative idea, he would say, "I like that." He was very uh, underplayed, and he liked he liked ideas. Wow. <laughs> With that being said, it's such an honor to be on your show. Oh my God! Oh, thank You're you. the coolest. Thank you. thank you for yeah. Thanks for uh, sitting down with us and letting us come to your home and sit with you. You're the and coolest. On your dogs. And you're such an incredible, strong woman. And I, uh, I, I'm so, uh, I feel so honored I, to be able I'm to so sit with you. I'm so grateful to be part of the Steve Glickman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so happy to be part of the Steve Glickman experience with Rachel and Matt. Matt, Matt. you yes. guys are the best. So anytime you want to come by, next time we'll do it naked in bed. Why Love not? it. Thank Sign God it's up. a talk Please. show. Anytime. <laughs> Thanks a lot for sitting down with us. Uh, do you have uh, any, Do you have social media stuff that people yeah, follow you and hashtag Janice Dickinson yeah, on Instagram? Just, Thank just, you. Just hashtag her, guys. Uh, this was so great. Uh, Rachel, where can people find you on the, on the web? Uh, well, do my Twitter is at Rachel A. Mullins. There you go. And Matt, what about you? Uh, if you want to tell me about what a terrible dresser I am, uh, you are and, a terrible in my dresser. Hanes no, T-shirt <laughs> and my Levi jeans. Those are the brands that I stick with. Uh, you can let me know that at mattwalkersucks.com, or you can find all my stuff at funnymatt.com. That's Absolutely. hilarious. It's, it's totally true. Uh, you can get me at Stephen Glickman, S T P H E N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast and leave us messages. We love you so much. Thank you so much, Janice. You're 
the coolest. This is the nighttime show, baby. Peace out. Yes,